Pictures is not up. Why is why is Twitch telling me I need to update my username? What's good with bro? What? Somebody somebody copyrighted Gibbs. I was just about to say that I violate. Like what's <laughs> what's happening here? Wow, I hate that for me. Uh, All right, there we you go. Are listen to that new Spider Man soundtrack. That's why I ain't listened to it yet. You know what? You're right. I do need to listen to that new Spider Man. You tweaking? I've heard that I'm off of being not And my dreaming. That's my song. It's been listen, it's been so much going on in the world. Oh, yo, 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 yo. I'm about to say I'm about to tear y'all up real quick. Bro, so on No Way Home, when MJ was about to die, uh uh, um Tom Holland's Spider-Man with the go save her and Green Goblin knocked him out the way, and then Andrew saved her. Remember that part? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happened immediately after that? That's when the sky started opening up and other universes started coming in. MJ dying was supposed to be a canon event, bro. No, no, you got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. Rewatch it. It's not. No, no, hear me out. It's not a canon event. These are. This is why the next movie is going to be called, called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Miguel is dumb and wrong, and he doesn't know that he's dumb and wrong because all you think he so? has is his limited knowledge. He's an incursion. That's what happened. Remember, oh, yeah. they said every time you are in a different dimension doing something, it's like skipping a rock across a pond. But when you make enough ripples, you displace water out of the pond. When Peter saved the, the guy in Manhattan, it wasn't because he disrupted a cannon event that everything's not happening. There were four spider people at once that everybody there saw in unison. Oh, yeah. That was an incursion. It wasn't that they disrupted the kid. Who gives a damn about the cannon? Yeah. You saw that, uh, what's the name That's dad true. quit? What's the name dad quit being a, a captain? It was, I'm sorry, by the way, for our listeners that we ruined in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but should I have weeks? You know what I mean? We all talk about this movie. But think about it. When Gwen's dad, when Spider Gwen's dad said, I quit, there wasn't, nothing happened. Why? Yeah, that's true. Because there that, wasn't a true. bunch of other spider people who showed up and made other ripples. And they say Miles is the original anomaly, but ain't uh, Miguel the original anomaly? Because he was he was had a family that wasn't his in a whole different universe. Yeah, and also you got to remember all these things are happening at the same time as Sophie killed Kane. Ah, you you right. So, you right. Again, there we are on the outside and we have knowledge of all of this happening at once. They have knowledge of like their one thing. It's like how people used to think that like flies came from flies and maggots came from dead meat because they didn't know any better. All they had was the, the, yeah. the bit of information that they had. That's Miguel right now. He's telling us the maggots come from meat and we're living in 2023. No, you idiot. <laughs> put a cover on the meat and watch what happens. Yeah, Pause. you're right. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> Fellas, cover on the meat is crazy. Uh, hey, hey, hey! I said pause for a reason. But fellas, I, I'm gonna put y'all under pressure, and not like the pressure them boys in the submarine is under. But I'm gonna put y'all under some pressure right now with with uh, a, a question that I'm gonna ask y'all. All right, let's just pretend since tonight is draft night, and we're gonna be looking at the NBA draft. I want to ask y'all if you could draft. Any five people to be stranded on an island with any five from all throughout time, all throughout history, they can be real or fictional. Only rule is if they have a superpower, anything along those lines, you cannot use that to get off. Of ah, okay. That is the only caveat there. You can pick any five people to be stuck on an island with which five you going with. Okay, so even though you said we cannot use those abilities to get off the island, mm -hmm. I'm going to still use this person. I'm going to go with Superman at one. Okay. Reason why, laser vision, he can cook stuff. He can protect us from predators. If we need firewood, he can rip a tree out the ground. He can bring us, and he, he can do everything. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, two and three, I'm going with a, a, a bit of an insurance policy. I'm not going to name the individuals that I'm thinking, but however, if you're on a stranded island, we have needs. 
And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> three, three is a backup. You know what I mean? Because you might get sick of two. You know what I mean? You so crazy, bro. What? 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 you straight over this island for eight years? That's insane, brother. That is insane. Hey, That's... hey. <laughs> what if you stayed on this island for eight years? Okay. I, I mean, you need a backup. I guess. I guess. Okay. Proceed. I am Proceed. And and, and, and 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 Superman, you ain't got to worry about Superman doing nothing devious with the shorties because he not cut like that. You're dead wrong. <laughs> How many there Superman you, movies and comics we done seen? There is you. There's a six foot four man who can fly. But he lame. But he lame. Josh, I don't. And, I don't and know. I'm, I'm just saying. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? You know how they say money can't unlame you. There's a there's a bell curve with that. Like there's a bell curve to like uh-huh. money can't unlame you until you got a couple billions in your account. You unlame. You unlame. So Superman ain't got a couple billions. Superman, no, no. no. Think about this. Being strong. Superman is, cool, is right? Superman. Though, I was just about right? to say, being a strong man is cool, right? Now imagine but if you lame, it don't matter in existence or the strongest being in existence. If you lame, it don't matter. I hear you. I and it sounds good to you actually pull a tree up out the ground and he do it. Now they parts his <laughs> Now one done skipped the two and three. Now you sitting over there on the other side of the island crying and weeping gently. All right, if that's the case, then let's get to number four. <laughs> I was about to say, it's too late. Go ahead. Use number four. You use two or three the way you want to use it. Who, who you got at number four, man? I honestly have no idea, man. That's a question you got to think about for a minute. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody that's like extremely brilliant or smart. Because I'm if I'm spending that much time on a, a deserted island, I want to absorb as much knowledge as possible. Right. So I'm talking about I might want to get like a, a Aristotle or some just like philosopher. I also feel sometimes about that, though, like if we got these these people that existed all these years ago that they said was the smartest people around. I feel like according to today's standards, you're going to talk to them and it's just going to be like a regular smart dude. Like, listen, I remember they said that it, and this is going to sound terrible. I know I'm probably going to get canceled for this, but I'm going to live with it. They said that they used to have like these poll quizzes for like people to vote. And like it was discriminatory against black people and poor people and different of people course. different ethnicity because they didn't have like formalized education and everybody wasn't in school at the time. I was looking at like the questions for like, oh, this is what you got to do to be eligible to vote. Like you got to answer these questions correctly. And don't get me wrong. Some of them were trick questions that's like, OK, technically, there's no way that you could not get this question wrong. Absolutely. But most of them was like very basic stuff that I was like, wait, wh- what? But then there was like common sense questions. Of course, of course, it was like the two or three trick questions that they use. Like if you don't get 100 percent, you can't vote. But again, they didn't use it for everybody. They just used it for some people. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand the thought there. So who are you picking at five? Because you know, you got Superman. You got the two. And I would like to to know the two names, but I mean, you ain't got to say that on air if you don't feel comfortable doing so. We gonna skip the four. Man, you got you got a famous. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say it. I'm just a little uh, hesitant because we work in sports media, and one day Facts Over X podcast is gonna blow up. I'm not saying it's might it might blow up. It's going to. Right. You know what I'm saying? People right. gonna go back to. Uh, Episode one forty six and be like, yo, what'd you say about Taylor Rooks? Because that's two for show. I met her in person at Dreamville Fest. I should have got a picture. I should have got a picture. But yeah, she's. Did you shake her hand? Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) You're bugging. You're. Chris, get your mask. Get your mask. I'm, I'm not incriminating myself on nothing. No, nah, no. Nah, get your mask at half melanated villains because this is too much. This is too much. Bro said half. Sniff. Half. I, that's less offensive than sniffing a hand after a shake. That's crazy. That's some crazy work. That's some crazy. Work. Um, and, and three and three is a variable five just because it's a person that I never met. Y'all know this is my favorite person ever. Since we doing a fantasy draft, I got Cole at five. Ah, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Chris, who your five man? Man, so my five. I tried to get creative, right? And I wrote them down. Uh-huh. Try to get creative. So. 
I like Guyton idea for superheroes. So I got two of them. My two superheroes. I got one, a childhood favorite classic. I'm a roll with Danny Phantom, right? Cool, cool kid. He could change into a ghost. He could change, you know, he, he make us laugh. We'd be like, turn into that ghost thing. You know, we cook him all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then at, at nighttime, you know, he could we could we could play pranks and all kind of stuff. We can, you know, it'll be fun on a strand island. Second one. Batman, who wouldn't want to be stranded on a bit with a genius billionaire on the island, right? Batman probably make a bat suit on the island, like literally. And you also said we can't use the use it to leave, but he could probably have his private private stuff drop stuff off to us at the island. Chris, if you could have him drop stuff off. Why wouldn't y'all just get on the plane that they bring and drop stuff off and leave? I, I mean, you said we stranded there, but I mean... You don't know how long you're going to be stranded, but again, you could be rescued. You, you're not yeah, sure. You're stranded on the island. Okay, okay. All right. Now, the other one is, you know, we're going to get kind of bored on this island. I don't want to go the route with Guyton going because I'm on air and, you know, I, I could get in a lot of he trouble. On, he, on that, stuff. he on that, uh, that Daniel House email Udoka time. Boy, he said... <laughs> hey, you see, got, that, you see that rocket sweatshirt? He said, I got I got five people, 40% of it going to be dedicated to you know what I need. The Lord is my shepherd and he know what I want. Have, have mercy. Chris, tell me about uh, the last two. So Thomas Edison, I'm going to bring you Todd Edison, bro. Out of the random ballpark, Thomas Edison, bro. As somebody smart, historic, black. He just, just, just a genius. You know? What? <laughs> he said Thomas Edison was Did black. You just say Thomas Edison. I, I mean, <laughs> hey, yo. No, we was electricity. No, we was electricity. First pick is in. We already know what's coming up. Of course, of course, of course. Young yeah. wouldn't be on the track going to San Antonio. You know, I'm going to tell you what. Greg Popovich ain't never seen a foreign player that he couldn't make something out of, boy. <laughs> He said, "If your first time touching down, are we, are we gonna we gonna we gonna talk about Wimby Wimby fit though? We gonna talk about his fit? Like he came out there kind of kind of humble. He ain't really do nothing like crazy, you know. I, I think that's a good. I think that's a good fit. If I'm putting a suit together, that's what I'm putting together. That's that's what I'm saying. All right, are any of us surprised by this pick? No, no, better question: Do we think that Wimby is going to pan out? Um, I don't think that he's gonna be what everybody thinks that he's his floor be. is KD. I now that is crazy. That was the scout whoa, comparisons. Whoa. That's what it that's said. Crazy. It said floor not, KD. To me, to me, that's that's insane. That is like literally insane. Um I don't think I we think, see nobody that high of a, a floor in a because even with LeBron, people weren't saying his floor was like um was I don't know who people would say his floor was Dominique Wilkins. Like that's wild. Yeah, nobody was saying his floor was Dominique Wilkins. Like nobody was saying that about Brown. Like that's 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 absolutely crazy. The KD, a Hall of Fame. KD is his floor. Multiple time NBA champion, multiple time NBA Finals MVP is your floor. Uh, okay, I mean, I I don't think people are saying that like if he is only KD or Anthony Davis, that's a failure on his career. So like, no, I, I don't think he's gonna live up to what folks are pegging him out to be, and it's not fair to him. It's really not fair. It's like, it's, it's that's, sad, that's huge but, to live up to. Yeah, that's that's way too big. That's that's way too big. I think um, I, th- I think he got the talent to be what people want him to be. Right. But at the same time, when you're that big, I just don't think you're meant to be playing basketball. That's fair. That's fair. And that that to me is another part of the equation where I'm like, it's not because if he goes out and somebody said if he's AD, KD, or Hakeem Olajuwon, but I'm gonna take Hakeem out because that's stupid. Hakeem is one of the greatest bigs of all time. To have him anywhere outside of your top, to me, three to four bigs of all time is absolutely blasphemous. And that that is just... I would put Hakeem at one, but at the same time, he don't have like the same accolades as others do. So I understand why people might have him lower than like a Kareem. I strongly disagree. That, yeah. He doesn't have the MVPs and that's it. But also, Kareem played in the era where half of the best players for the first part of his career were in the ABA. Like... Yeah, that's very true. Uh, if imagine the NBA that Hakeem played in, if Jordan and Ewing were in another league, like yeah, come on. like facts. what are we what are we doing here? But to me, I mean, when you look at Hakeem, greatest post move guy of all time, who's also the all time leader in blocks. Like, right. what are we doing here? Like, he's not, you know. But I digress. Chris, and, and one other start five. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. no I was gonna say one other thing too about Wimby, bro. Like, 
he's got to play the five to start now until you find a team around him. I don't think he has success defensively at the five right now. I don't think he does. Mm. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. And yes. I think he's a true power forward. But tell anyway, me rest tell me this. Hold on, wait, wait. So tell me this. Yeah. If you can't start him at the five or if you can't start him nowhere else but the five to start off his career, where do you think he progress- progresses to as, as time goes on? Like how far? Oh, I, I three, think I, maybe? I think a best case scenario, a three. Best case yeah. scenario, a three. I, honestly, for me personally, I don't see why you would want to play him at the three. Like, don't you get me don't wrong. Want to, it's great but... to have that luxury, but like, you know. If anything, unless you got like two other dominant bigs, then maybe sure. In in certain spurts, it's because he can shoot the ball and dribble really well, though. Gibbs, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I say you got to run him at the four and get a, a big big at the five. That's what I'm saying. You get you run him at the four, and then you get like a Dwight Howard type big. Now I'm just yeah. throwing out there a similar yeah, the play archetype. style. Yeah, 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 the yeah. And then and then you have two other shooters at the guard position, and then you know. A wing that that can that can defend. I think you. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right. Now, so now back to it. Thomas Edison Black. Thomas Edison Black is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I think you're thinking of Benjamin Banneker or somebody along those lines because Thomas Edison is white as the pure Jervis Snow. No, I, I I was talking. My mind was moving faster. I was saying like when they go black outside, we could develop something that make light. That's what I was going with. That's but, fair. That's fair. Yeah, okay. my brain was. So that's why I put him on the list so we can have some some type of fun with him and Batman together. They're going to figure out something, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Barack Obama, I have on there. Just because Barack Obama is just the OG. I feel like everybody called, like, if, if I had to make somebody my uncle today, it would be Barack. Like, I feel like a lot of people would say the same thing. Barack would be my uncle if I had to make right. somebody uncle. Right. And then the last one. In the case that we do get some entertainment, like Guyton just suggested... I don't want nobody else on that island other than James Hart. <laughs> Chris, I don't I wait a minute. I, I think was that all five? Yeah. Chris. That was fine. There's no entertainment coming on the island, my brother in Christ. <laughs> in case we find some. I'm going to have somebody know how to have a good time. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you're going to be sick with Thomas Edison got to throw something. <laughs> you're going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So, so, so my, my James going to be sick. <laughs> hey, hey, listen. My five here, man. Number one pick got to be Bear Grylls. Like, that... That guy, bro. Good pick, good pick. Survival guy. He does all the survival things. Of all the superheroes, I'm surprised y'all didn't take this one since his origin story was literally him building something out of scraps. Give me Iron Man. Tony Stark. Come on down, brother. I yeah. need you to build. I need you to build some stuff. I'll grab Batman. Similar concept. You know? And and here's here's the next person I'm grabbing. And y'all might say this is cheating, but I don't care. Mr. Mixie out of uh out of out of the uh DC Lord, the one that's like fourth dimensional. You can't get me off the island, but you can put whatever I want on it. I'll be all right. True. That's very okay. true. Uh and the fourth person would have to be the rock, because like that's my guy. I don't know why I love the rock so much, but like I love the guy, man. He's he's on. I should I don't know if any of you ever seen Dr. Stone. I should have picked Senku. That's who I should have picked. It's an anime about the world like restarting from like the Stone Age. And this is one dude named Senku that like basically rebuilds society like with his bare hands. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And um my my fifth pick, my fifth and final pick after uh those four, again, I got Mr. Mixie there, so I can like pick whatever I want as far as like the the entertainment all of it goes. But I need somebody hmm. that's funny. I need somebody that's hilarious on that island and with that being said who Bernie Mac come on down brother come on down we gonna have us a great old time we gonna have some great laughs on that island let me and, tell you something uh, they, they got me I, I can't even do a, a Bernie impression without cussing so forget hey, it hey hey listen <laughs> listen my island is gonna be lit and and I'm gonna like try to hide Mr. Mixie from the rest of them because like I don't want the rock wishing for that terrible ass liquor of his on the island. Like, no, we don't want to drink that. <laughs> Stop. God. Brandon Miller went too. How y'all feel about that? I'm not really surprised. It was a lot ah, of talk between him I and don't, school. 
Him and Scoot. I don't know, bro. I think Scoot the best player in this draft by a pretty sizable gap. I I think that Scoot uh, is not a developed enough shooter and makes bad decisions when playmaking. So they these next two teams should probably pass on him. You know, the three and four teams. <laughs> I, I see what you're doing here. Pass on Scoot. <laughs> But but no, seriously though, Brandon Miller, I get it because of today's NBA. It makes sense. But just know if we going back like five to 10 years, there is no way under God's green earth that Scoot ain't going number two in this draft. Cause it's, it's my thing with Scoot is Scoot got a couple of skills underdeveloped basketball wise, but that's stuff that you can be taught. You're in the NBA for a reason. Right. Brandon Miller. It's a lot of, it's a lot of questions about him that's already answered with school that you might not be able to fix. Mm. Mm. You don't know if he got, the, mean, you don't know if he got the frame to be physical at times. You don't know if he got the, uh, if he got the explosiveness, the speed to be, he's going to be a primary ball handler. If Lamella was not healthy on that team with, with somebody like Scoot, he got all of those. His, the worst part of his game is his shooting. You could be, do we seen people be in the league for 10 years and not be able to shoot in season 11? They shooting 40%. You can be taught how to shoot. But well, I've seen it. people get it, figure out their shot real quick. We've seen guys yeah. who come into the league as like, they shooting it. Remember when Trevor Ariza was just a dunker? Yeah. And then he went on to become like a 35% three-point shooter for like the, the rest of his career. So, you know. It's possible. Uh, and, and I'll say this about Brandon Miller. Uh, you know, they lost Miles Bridges. So, I mean, in a, in a, in a, in a reality, this is kind of, and they were a good team when they had Miles Bridges, like a, 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 a decent team when they had Miles yeah. Bridges. So, I think this is like a, you know, a drop in replacement that gets you back to that normal that you had. Yeah, for sure. And I, I also think that, uh, again, I, I was hearing a lot about him and Scoot going two to three either way. All I know is, I mean, I get it in today's game why a guy who can do the primary ball handling, create his own shot and knock right. down shots off the catch and shoot at a high clip to where his absolute floor is like you're looking at an elite marksman for the next, like a marksman plus for the next 10 years or so. I get it. Yeah. I, I get it. But, you know, I, I don't know if I'm not going to go with, go with Scoot there. But, fellas... We have got to get into these trades that happened right before the draft because, boy, I tell you, there was some trading going on. There was some movement going on. You know, in the words of Josh Guyton, with the way he picked his five people, what's all that movement going on back there? What's all that <laughs> we saw a ton of players on the go, and we've got to get into all of that and how it affects next season coming up here. We're going to skip our intro that we normally do because we have had the uh, the longer than usual, would you rather, and the NBA draft coverage going on. But, fellas, the, the trades that happened, okay, CP3 is no longer a wizard. Again, he got the wizard jersey like Carmelo got the Hawks jersey. And with that being said, he is shipped off to Golden State to presumably be the backup point guard for Jordan Poole and a couple of firsts. What do y'all think about this? Um, I'm not mad at this trade if I'm Golden State for this reason. Jordan Poole had to go. After the season he had, especially after the playoffs, his value tanked tremendously. So you had to get him off the books. Was Chris Paul the best option for that? Possibly not. He's older. You already got one of the oldest teams in the league. He can't stay healthy in crucial moments. However, Golden State has said that they're going to keep Chris Paul around and they're going to find a way to make it work. And I think there's a universe in which this works. You get some mid-level exception players, draft well in this draft, get you some good role players because the Warriors severely lacked depth last season. So if you bring back, you know, Moody, you bring back uh, Kaminga, you bring back DiVincenzo and get a couple of a three and D player to get you a big that can play some defense out of free agency or this draft. Limit Chris Paul to 20, 24 minutes off the bench. 
and have him be a facilitator off the bench or stagger him with Steph at the end of that first and had, you know, Chris Paul distributing to Klay Thompson, distributing to Andrew Wiggins. If you keep those minutes down, turn them into a six man, say, hey, we capping you at 24 to 30 minutes tops. I think there's a universe in which that works for Golden State. I feel it. I feel it. Chris, what you think about this trade, man? School Henderson went number three. Just pointing that out since we're doing the draft coverage real quick. Um, you think that's you think that's so, the help Dame needed? Uh, boy, Dame out of there. Dame gone. But anyway. <laughs> hey, the the, the Lasers just announced yesterday that they're shutting down all trade talks. I disagree. I was just about to say, they're not getting rid of Dame. And Dame don't care. He don't care. He's he's happy to, to be with uh, the grind. And that's, brother, whew. that man is... is you know, he grinded like he just heard Pleasure P in 2006. I would let it go if I was him. <laughs> Ain't that much grind that I want in the world, okay? At some point in time, enough is enough. I, I done had it, but I digress. Uh, Chris, how you feel about this trade? Uh, you know, I, I, I rock with it a little bit, but, I mean, you, you fixed your chemistry issues, but you didn't fix your number one issue that the Golden State Warriors have. Mm-hmm. You lack the center position. You lack big man. Um, if I was them, I would have been on the phone trying to get Porzingis, you know, and I, I feel more even sorry for the Phoenix Suns, right? Because they don't have another pick until 2031. And you mean to tell me you could have got Jordan Poole to add some depth to your bench and some draft compensation to add to Brad Beal and KD and Booker for Chris Paul? I don't know. I don't know. When I look at this draft, I see one defensive loser. Washington sports fans. My <laughs> God. You're gonna have I don't to understand. You're going to have to watch a team be built around um, a, at best case scenario here, a wildly overpaid Kyle Kuzma and Poole. He Kyle tested free agency, though. Kyle Kuzma tested free agency. Yeah, Kuzma declined his option. Here's the th- here's the thing. Kuzma ain't stupid. He declined that option because he knew that with them blowing it up, they're gonna have a lot of money to blow, right? A yeah. Ton of money to blow, and they gotta spend it somewhere. Like you can't as an NBA, owner, and they can negotiate that he averaged twenty one four and four on uh forty three percent from deep. As a NBA owner, you cannot sit there and let your team be bad without spending money, or they will find the your fans. And the players will find a way to get you out. Stairs at Phoenix and Savar. They, they will find a way. Now, granted, all y'all ain't saying the same things he was saying, but that's neither here nor there. They'll <laughs> find a way to get you up out the paint. That's just the reality. So, I, wow, what a time. But also, let me ask you this. Did we just see a trade that could have elevated Chris Paul into winning an award that we probably never thought he'd see in six man of the year? It's very much possible. I think it's possible, but you know it's a game requirement now. And you think Chris Paul going to pay the certain amount of games? That's fair. That's yeah, fair. I also, speaking so. of six men, shout out to the greatest six man of all time in terms of scoring, Lou Will on retiring. Lou. We wish you the best, Lou. We wish you the best. Especially some folks on this podcast for reasons we can't talk about on this podcast, but you're a motivation <laughs> to, to, to many a young man Wait, uh, uh, who's, who's, you know, been told oh. that, you know, yeah, he, he, he's a young man who, who's been told that he's not tall enough, not big enough, not all the things enough, and to folks who've been told, hey, you'll never be a starter, doesn't matter, you can still have a great career and be labeled as the underground GOAT, congratulations, Lou Will. And speaking of Scoot Henderson getting drafted, do you all believe that anybody besides Wimby has a serious shot at winning Rookie of the Year? Yes. Um, one, Brandon Miller could. Brandon Miller and Scoot could possibly win Rookie of the Year. Of course, the scales are going to be wildly, you know, tipped against them because even in the case, like you could look at this like the year that Brian won Rookie of the Year over Melo. Josh, please don't start this up again. Melo was a rookie of the year. Oh my god! I'm saying oh though, god. they should have did co rookie no. of the year. They should have did co. The, like they did the, 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 the awards. The awards are voted on by the media. My brother in Christ. They were offensively very similar players. Okay, Melo's team had more success, so there was the argument there. 
However, LeBron was the better defender and asked to do more from day one. Like, okay. Car- Carmelo had, like, actual NBA play. That man had Darius Miles next to him. Talk about if, if, if that's the case, then I need some consistency with the criteria for voting for these awards. I agree. I agree. I'm 100%. And let me say this. I don't think that anybody else has a shot for the narrative purposes. For the narrative. I agree with you. That but I do think shot. there's a universe to which, you know, Wimby may not be healthy. Or we could see. He wins it. Or the amount of touches that, that the kind of system that Pop is going to run. Oh. Miller and Henderson are going to get incredible, way more touches than, than Vic, I believe. Oh, stop it. Stop. Who they going to have taking the shots? Vassell? What? I'm saying they're gonna be gonna be running a system. Pop may Jalen say Johnson? Yes. Stop it. Pop is gonna teach that man how to play basketball the quote unquote right way. Stop it. Stop it. There As opposed to you got a team like you got a team like Portland, you got a team like Char- especially Charlotte, especially if LaMelo not healthy. Brandon here's, Miller here the ball. ISO 50 plays. Here's here's the reason why I know that Victor Wimbiyama is gonna win it. They started, they have never broadcast any French league games on any of the major networks. All of a sudden, the league that that uh Vic was playing in got a deal with what was it? Was it ESPN or was it TNT? Who was the deal with? With who? ESPN. It was ESPN two. Mm-hmm. ESPN two. They got they had a deal all of a sudden that all of their games were broadcasted. Like I'm sorry to tell you, Josh, you're right. And I don't agree with you about the mellow. Rockets pick in. I don't agree with you about who the play. Listen, if the Pistons don't trade that number five, I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad because you don't need Thompson. You don't need. With I promise respect, you, if the Pistons take one of these twins, with all due respect, you do not need that young man. You, I'm hey, not the type. We of need. We hey, need one of the twins though. I don't. I don't want to see any young man fail. You know what I mean? Right. Them Thompson twins. <laughs> them young boys about to be Dookie Water in the league. Do you hear me? Really. Yes. Okay. All right. I, it's not even. I, I think, think we need one of the twins, though. I, I believe. I believe that you're supposed to draft for best available player, unless that best available player is really like way against the fit, like way against the fit. If you look at the Pistons as they're constructed right now, Jay Nivey can get to the rim and wheel. Kay Cunningham can turn the corner more effectively than most people had originally anticipated he would be able to. You have guards who can get downhill at a high level. You need some floor spacing. You need some veterans. You do not need another young guard in that core right now. At all. It's just too much. If they don't trade that number five, if they don't trade, listen, get get them out of here. Get them out of here. Because have y'all completely given up on Killian Hayes yet? Like, has the Pistons completely given up on him yet? I mean, they should. They should. They should. They should, but have they, though? So, I mean, if you haven't given up on him, so you got two young guards that don't cost you a lot of money right now. My man went first. I thought he he was going to be the second one drafted. No, so yeah. And then the point guard, he's the one that's the better of the two. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad we did. I I like this pick actually for the Rockets because. But I'll tell you, for the Rockets, that actually makes a lot of sense. That's what I'm saying. For the Rockets, we needed it. You need a guy who can finish out the rim, who has a good feel for the game, who can do the playmaking and all that. Because Lord knows Jalen Green, sorry. I mean, uh, sorry, self ain't going to do it. But uh, (laughs) with that being said, with that being said. Come on, Jalen Green averaged 24 last year, bro. Oh, good for him. Good for him. What, what hey, how much did Kyle Kuzma average? How much? How much did Kyle Kuzma average? Twenty-one. Uh, 21.4. Oh, okay. So, so what you're saying is putting up great numbers on a bad team ain't really, ain't really that difficult, is it? I, if you the first option. What, what, what can he do team, last year? What can he do last year? He was hurt when he was healthy. He was. Bur- Oh my God! So now we now we milking the injury card. Now we milking. I the mean, why, why y'all gotta hate on Jalen? I know he 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 did Detroit. He hated kind of on ball. the city. He, yeah. he hated yeah. on the city. That what? Uh, I mean, come I'm on, tell you, the boy. The boy can hoop. Every I have never seen. I have said one thing consistently about people who hate on the city of Detroit for no reason, and I have yet to be proven wrong. Jalen Green is on the cusp of beating those allegations, but he's not quite there yet. He's not quite there yet. And anybody who knows me well knows what those allegations are, but I can't say them on air because we'll probably get suspended by Twitch. Now, with that, <laughs> with that being said, fellas, in terms of the the next biggest trade, the next trade that had everybody, this trade was more confusing than the first 
to some extent. Uh, Marcus Smart is going to the Grizzlies. Um, and Tyus Jones is going to the Wizards. And we're seeing Christoph Porzingis and two firsts headed to the Celtics. What do y'all think here? Uh, one, if you're a Wizards fan, what is going on here? How did you, um, how did you, so, so you got rid of, Chris Paul didn't play a game in a Wizards uniform, but if Chris Paul was on that team, you could make the argument that you got rid of your best three players or your one, two, and four. In the return, you only got two first round draft picks. I don't know how you allowed that to happen. Again, however, I think a while. I do think Boston fixed a lot of their issues, though, picking up Chris Stapps. If he's healthy, Chris Stapps is a good shot blocker. <clears throat> he averaged 21 on a 42% shooting from deep, I believe. They fixed a lot of issues. They still need a distributor and are losing out on a lot of perimeter defense by getting rid of Marcus Smart, which I think is a good fit in uh, Memphis. I mean, you're <clears throat> Marcus Smart is what Dylan Brooks thought he was. Yeah. So that's a really good that's, fair. that's a really good fit. The only team that this doesn't make sense for whatsoever is Washington because you didn't even get enough stock from that trade to at least prepare for the future. You got one pick from did that pick came from Boston? You muted. Yeah, but it <laughs> yeah, did. your microphone is muted. Um. Yeah, but oh, that I'm pick. Sorry. I said the pick was from the uh, Grizzlies. I believe. I, I believe. It's okay. From the Grizzlies. Well, you got a pick from a contender. So this pick is going to be in twenty something next year. So that I mean that trade made sense for all parties involved except for Washington. That's fair. That's fair. Um, that is. I'm. Um, I mean. Again, I'm looking at Washington like y'all looking funny in the light, man. I really hate this. Football. I mean, but I really see, has Washington ever even recovered from that John Wall, Bradley Beal fiasco? John Wall got hurt and they just never could figure out, like, what do we do from here? Like, they just never, they, they haven't been relevant since he got hurt, literally. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's tough. I, here's the thing that I, I think people need to understand at a high level. Boston will embrace Kristaps for Porzingis for reasons that are beyond me. They will love him as if he's one of their own. And with that being said, Boston fans will learn soon enough because as much as they like certain players, they're also very passionate about wins and losses. They'll learn that there's a reason Kristaps has played on this many teams in this short amount of time. Like, I'm, I'm sorry to tell y'all, the idea of him is better than the reality. The idea of Kristaps is you have this unicorn who defends the paint at a high clip, who rebounds at a high clip, who can step out and hit threes, and he can finish a little bit at the rim. That's the 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 idea of him. The reality is, I mean, he's streaky from three at times. He's he's a pretty good rim protector. I'll give him that. Rebounder, eh? Meh. I mean, he, he he can you know play help side. You don't and really get some have blocks. to be. Yeah, you don't have to be a <clears> good <throat> rebounder. You don't have to be a good rebounder substance either. But my my point here is just that there are too many moving pieces. There are too many, or not too many moving pieces. I'm sorry. There are too many things that you have to speculate on. Will he do it? Will he be good at it? For him to be as deep in his career as he is. Again, this is a man who went from. The Knicks, where everybody loved him. He was a superstar, got hurt. Mavericks. Went for the Mavericks. Didn't work out there. Him and Luka didn't get along. He felt like Luka wasn't sharing the ball enough. Wizards. On the Wizards, didn't do Jack Diddley. Didn't take him nowhere. Didn't get him nowhere. Didn't do nothing special. I understand that Bill had one of the worst years of his career, but still. <laughs> Did you see the pick, bro? The Pistons took the Topsy tweet. The other one. <laughs> I was starting to believe in Weaver. I was starting to believe in Weaver, you know. I was, I was, you know what? You know what? It's all right. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. We're we going to be all right because football season starts first and then Brad Holmes we trust, you know. And 
And Brad Holmes, we trust, man. I, Jesus Christ. Why didn't they trade out of number five? Why didn't they? They could have got a lot. People desperate this year. Teams is desperate this year. I boy, I would have skedaddled up out that. If I wasn't in the top three of this draft, the way I would have skedaddled out the first round like nobody's business. Man. I mean, took off. But I digress. Uh, so, with, with that being said, which of these trades was more surprising to you? Which which of these trades kind of made you, you know, stand up at attention and say, wait, what what happened here? A little bit more. Um, I I just think the Bradley Beal trade stuck out to me the most because we had an idea that Bradley Beal was going to be moving. I had no idea he was going to be going to Phoenix. Um, one, because it doesn't make sense. Phoenix's biggest problem is defense. Bradley Beal is not bringing that. And their other biggest problem is depth. He's not bringing that. And he's taking up the same amount of money Chris Paul was. So you didn't fix any of your issues. You're going to have three ball dominant players out there shooting the ball with Aiton disengaged and literally no one else to touch the ball. Can I say something? And I know this is going to sound horrible, but I'm, I'm big on being transparent with the facts over acts listeners because I love y'all like that. That trade was so like nonsensical. I forgot about it. Like I'm, I'm not even yeah, joking. And, and on the other side, you must have said, "Yo, the, the Wizards must have got a haul for Bill, right? They didn't even get a first out of it." But and here's here's my problem. Here's my problem with this, right? If you're the Wizards, I'm gonna tell Bradley Bill straight up and down. Yeah, you got a no trade clause, sure, but you got two options out of this. You can like go to a team that's gonna give us a good haul back for you. We're like, yeah, you might not be a contender. You might be a contender. Who knows? Or you can you can stay. You can stay. Because I'm sorry, but I'm not giving you up for Tyus Jones and two firsts from the Grizzlies. Like, that's just <laughs> At all. not. That's not on my bingo card, brother. So, uh, oh, and I'm sorry. Jordan Poole, uh, Tyus Jones, and, and two first-round picks from the Grizzlies. My brother in Christ... You can stay. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure the Potomac has been great to you and your old lady. And uh, it's going to keep being that because you ain't going nowhere. You're the opposite of Magic Johnson. You're going to be here. You're going to be right here. Um, but also, the other part of what made me forget about this trade, we've seen this exact same trade before. And I said the exact same thing about it when it happened. And y'all didn't believe me when it happened. Do y'all want to know what trade that is? Or I'm sure y'all know what trade it was. Talk to me. Which trade was it? Which trade was it that was the identical twin of this one? I'll give y'all a hint. One of the players that's involved on one of these teams was involved in the first one. No, talking about the KD trade, are we? Yeah, it was when KD, when they got KD, Harden, and Kyrie to the Nets. And I said, what are y'all doing? You oh, just yeah, told your yeah, old yeah, lady yeah, who's yeah. beautiful, I need you to learn how to cook. And you gave her $5,000 to learn how to do it, and she went and got a BBL. The exact same thing just happened again. <laughs> the exact same thing just happened again. We just saw a team. Hey, you have two guys that go off for 60 on any night. Great. We need some depth. We need a better big. You know, we we need some, some glue guys. Cool. I got y'all another score. What? Yeah. Uh... Honestly, if you just got KD and Book and you put some good pieces around them, in the current NBA, you getting a ring. If they healthy, you got a ring. So so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Who's more likely to get a ring, do you think? Bradley Bill, Chris Paul, Marcus Smart. Who gets the ring out of the three? I don't know why you do Marcus Or, or let's slick. throw a fourth one in there. Christos Porzingis. Who gets the ring? Who gets the ring out of these... Out of the four marquee players who were traded, who gets the ring? I think Kristaps got the best chance. I don't even know why you threw Marcus Smart in there. But I'll say this. Chris Paul set up for success, but he ain't going to be here in the words of Magic Johnson. He ain't yeah, going yeah. to be there. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, is it is it sure for sure Draymond signing back with them? That's, that's fair. That's fair. Because everybody's saying he's going to sign back on the team-friendly deal. And I'm like... I don't know if y'all. Yeah, we don't Draymond, know for sure. Draymond from Saginaw, he ain't giving up no bread. <laughs> right. I can tell from you something. Sag now. nasty, bro. I can tell you something now about the boys from Saginaw. They is not leaving yeah. not a crumb on that table. You understand me? I, I, out of those players, Chris Stapps probably got the highest. Um, Chris Stapps probably got the highest odds. 
just because Boston has been there. They sniffed it. They just need to make maybe one more piece and they're set up. But at I mean, the same time, we don't know if Boston got that championship DNA. Like I said, in a perfect world, Golden State is going to be fine next year. Mm-hmm. So this, this is my thought. They start lineup could be Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Porzingis. That's a pretty – ain't too many start lineups matching up with that defensively or offensively. That's a solid defensively and offensively team. Yeah. True. I think it's very true. I, I, and I think the biggest thing there is you have two guys who can get it done on both sides. Like, you can count on them to get it done on both sides in terms of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. And Derek White. That, see, and I knew you was going to say Derek Wright. The only problem. What was this young man projected to get drafted? The dude Orlando just took was sitting in the – he was sitting where Sting used to sit at in WCW. He was walking for a minute to get up to that stage. Uh, I hate that. I hate that for him. Absolutely. He averaged 13, 5, and 4 as a as a guard on 45% shooting. I don't know if that's a good pick. Hey, we don't we see. Honestly, honestly, I'm not even going to lie to you. Beyond like the top 5, 6 this year in the NBA draft, I'm like, I really don't know much about these guys. Like, that's just, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'd be surprised. I'm gonna be happy to be surprised if some of these guys turn out to be electrifying, showstoppers, all that good stuff. But yeah, not not really too much to it. Honestly, I think Chris Paul got the best chance. I think Chris Paul got the best chance because that's a championship pedigree team. But even beyond that, we get to see off ball Steph full time at this point. Well, not full time, but at least for a good chunk of the time. Imagine True. you down. Imagine you're struggling to get it going offensively, and then you could throw out a lineup that has CP3, Steph Curry, and Clay Thompson in it. That sounds like a cone drill. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> and that's why I didn't say like. Imagine if you're having problems getting stops, and you put that out. If you're struggling offensively, a lineup with those three in it, regardless of who your four and five are, you'll figure out ways to get baskets. Just right. because they're they're on the court right. in the same vicinity together. So, but with that being said, like you said, defensively, Clay has lost several steps. Steph Curry has literally, from the beginning of his career, been a guy that whenever he's on the court, the other team is like, run a pick and roll. Whoever he's checking, get that guy to set a pick. You want him yeah. in the switch. Chris Paul, eh, you know, he's up there at age as well to where it's like, he'll get a steal or two here and there, but, you know. Mm, it's getting a little scary for him defensively. But offensively, I think that that's a, that's a good look, and I think they could do something special there. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But in trades that haven't happened yet, but everybody swore that this was going to happen, including some major outlets saying that this young man was no longer going to be a Pelican by Thursday, Zion Williamson is a guy that his camp has reportedly asked out. The Pelicans are reportedly happy to ship him out. Do y'all think that Zion is a Pelican in get in opening night of the 2023 NBA season? No, I'm going to say no because the Pelicans have proved to be with this current you know uh, roster makeup they have. Their front office has proven to be really smart about uh, putting a roster together. It's just a matter of staying healthy. Um, I think that they ship Zion out of there, and I think that's the biggest mistake Zion can make. Again, I don't understand why Zion want to leave. They're committed to you. They got to be committed to you. Yeah. Be happy. Be happy. And, and, and you, you got good pieces around you. Yeah. Yeah. And good young pieces. None of your pieces are at that point where they're like, oh, no, everybody's going downhill. Yeah. Maybe CJ McCollum, Brandon mm, Ingram. He only, he only 32, I think. But that's that's my point. He's he's above 30. Who else? Brandon Ingram ain't close to 30. He's not sniffing 30. Valentunas is 31, 32, probably. Okay, Valentunas. But other than that, so you talk, you talk about the starting five, right? And you got, who would that be? That would be, um, that would Val, be. Zion, Val, Zion. Val, Zion, Ingram. CJ, and. Um, what is Murphy? Her, Herb Jones. Herb, Herb Jones, Jones, Herb Jones, Herb Jones. There you go. Herb Jones. So that's your that's your five. And of those guys, who is over 26? CJ and Val? Val, that's it. Yep. That's my point. That's my point. You have multiple guys that are ascending towards their best ball. And you want to leave that for what? 
I promise, my brother in Christ, I've lived in Houston. It's not all that it's cracked up to be. I'm, so they drafted the teammate with Victor Wimbanyana for the Pacers from France. France, <laughs> France getting off this draft. They got two lottery. When the last time we see two lottery picks from France? Again. Yeah, your starting Tony point Parker. guard average. I mean, your starting uh, small forward average, five and three. Tony Parker going to pay for his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they trade them to the Wizards. They trade them to the Wizards. Lord Jesus. For what? Um, I don't. They don't say that yet. But the they Wizards just probably gave the Wizards. their whole arena for for that young man. They just they <laughs> up for that. wait. They just traded somebody for that's averages five points and three. But he averaged five and three starting. I'm, I'm trying to tell you, the Wizards is they trying to tear everything. This is why I say I feel bad for Washington sports fans. You got the football team that just got sold and renamed and all that good stuff. You got the basketball team that's selling everything like it's a fire sale. Listen. To all of my my friends who are Washington sports fans, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for y'all. You know, I as a Detroit sports fan, I don't fan, understand I that. myself. But, but this this is a depth that I ain't never. I don't. Seen I don't understand before. that you traded away all your pieces and got scraps back, and then you just maybe this got something. He see something we don't know because averaging five and three, and you just trading for him. Maybe maybe the owner having money problems. They they got cash, <laughs> and they just like listen. We got to clear out some cap space immediately. You understand me? We got to, you know, we we gonna. I if I don't come up with fifty mil by tomorrow, they go they gonna put my wife and them in that sub and send them down to the Titanic. I, I can't <laughs> I can't play like that. We got to get rid of some bread because this is this is tough. This is tough to see. Um, so let me ask y'all. Let me ask you, Chris. Do you think Zion is a Pelican by this time next week? Yeah, I think so. I, I think the Pelicans they 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 got a gun to their head, man. They don't really have a choice. They have to they have to make this work after all the hype that went into this trading Anthony Davis and he going to win a championship. You getting Brandon Ingram, you letting Julius Randle, all, people that turn into all stars other places. You have no choice. He's the been two time all star playing for you guys. When he's on the court, he's a fantastic player on the court. Uh, you you got to make this work. You got to make this work. I, I I don't even think they think he's a bust at this point yet. I don't think so. And and this is why I say that it's not fair the expectations that we put on Victor Wimbanyama because Zion got those same expectations coming out to some degree, and it wasn't as bad as it was for Victor. But people were still screaming at best prospect since LeBron nonsense. And so a guy who in his first what four years is a two time All Star. We looking at like, yo, this is a bust. This is a bust right here. Uh, and and Victor, everybody's like, oh, you got to be better than that to to live up to what you're supposed to be. Right. Uh, that's tough. That's tough. With that being said, I don't think Zion gets traded because I think that there's an incongruence in what his price is. Like, I think that there's a a deep incongruence in terms of what other teams value him at and what he thinks his value is and what the Pelicans are going to want for him back. Right. Yeah. I think that that, those things are not aligned in a way that's like, oh, this is going to work out just fine. Like, if if I'm the Pelicans, I'm not trading this young man for anything less than two to three firsts. I saw what Rudy Gobert went for. And the, the Timberwolves think about blowing it up. <laughs> the Timberwolves, man, that might be the worst trade ever. Ever. You went for a total thing, of eight picks and eight players and four swaps. The only thing, the only thing that could ever be like even close is if Deshaun Watson continues to stink it up in Cleveland. But even then, it's not. It's not like no, no, no. That's that's not even close, kids. He sat out. It is. He sat out. He sat out a year, and 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 you know that NFL when you sit out for quite some time, you rusty. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying, and that's why I said if he continues to stink it up, it's not just the actual like. To me, it's not just the player's performance that factors into a trade. It's what was your team before? What was your trajectory, and how did this trade impact it? Let's be honest. What was the Timberwolves' trajectory before the trade? Play-in team. Play-in. That, they look like they plateaued at play-in. Where are they after the trade? Play-in. Play in, plateaued at play-in. That's, that's what happened there. The Browns were on an upward trajectory. They were getting better. They had just won, what was it, nine or ten games, won a playoff game the year before the trade, and then all of a sudden, you trade for Deshaun, it's like, 
Yeah, we suck again. This is tough. This is tough again. Like that's that's a problem. That's a problem. That's that's not something that you want to see. You it's not just that the you your performance is good or bad. It's when they traded for you, your entire team's progress got derailed. That's the only reason I say it's worse. That's again, potentially. Potentially, because you know, the assets that you give up, that's important. But your team trajectory to me is the the North Star of whether or not we won the trade. So let me ask you this. And I want to go through each team that was heavily involved in each trade before we get on out of here, because we almost at time. But for the CP3 trade, what does winning the trade look like for the Warriors? What does winning the trade look like for the Wizards? Uh, winning the trade for the Warriors is a championship. That's still a roster that's championship robust. Um, winning for the Wizards would the the draft pick that you got in return for that that draft pick panning out to be um at, at least a decent role player for your team and i only put the ceiling at decent role player because the wizards have not proven to be uh good at drafting however they did just take Jerase walker who i think yeah, is I going to be probably the biggest sleeper pick. in this draft i've i've been great really high pick. on Jerase walker since he was in 10th grade yeah, that's a he's he's a great. I was just about to say that. For me, they ceiling is Jace Walker or somebody turning into like a uh Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, like like guy said, high level, high level role player. So somebody that can you could put on the floor for a long period of time on a championship oh. round, right? Oh, the, the big top twenty protects with Indy. Oh. Is it is it top twenty? Wait, did did they trade Jerace to, to Indy? Oh, I hope they not. did. Oh, oh my. Never mind. Bro. Yeah, them Washington oh, boys bro. cook. It's never no, mind. Bro. bro, never mind. Never mind. They still They just traded arguably the bit the best athlete in the draft for a dude that started and averaged five and three. Oh my God. Hey, listen, hey, listen, bro. Listen. Call your friends. Call your friends that games. are watch the sports fans. <laughs> call them right now and tell them it's gonna be okay. You know what? Y'all going to call me crazy. Depending on what other moves they make this offseason and if Jerase develops well and if they are healthy because they look like some dogs at points last season. The Pacers? Yeah. Pacers are top five seed in the East if healthy this upcoming season. I might even put them them at four. Halliburton to be an all-star this year. Jerase shit. Who? They got some pieces. If they keep Miles Turner. They keep saying they're going to trade him though. I don't know. Honestly, I wouldn't Miles, trade Miles Turner, man. He, and, and, and you know what? Miles Turner is a pro's pro because he keeps playing. Like, you never hear about his effort level, even through all the trade talk. Yep. How many other players have we seen as soon as their name get in trade talks? Oh, they're done. They are. Oh, He's a high motor guy. He can shoot the three. He's a great defender. He's a great post defender and a great help defender. He got length. He's more athletic than most bigs you got in the league. Yep. Yep. I, I, I agree. I agree. That's tough. That's tough, man. Oh my God. That's right when we thought the, the Wizards did something right. They screwed a pooch again. So, in terms of the Grizzlies, um, the Grizzlies, Wizards, and Celtics trade, we're going to exclude the Wizards because we already know. Like, you're not expecting Tyus Jones to become a 20 and 10 guy. That's just not it. But in terms of the Grizzlies and the Wizards, what do winning what does winning that trade look like for them? I would say Grizzlies when John Morant comes back winning that trade that them winning that trade is them winning 15 of the 25 games that John Morant because with Marcus Smart you have a playmaking defender that's a significant upgrade from Dylan Brooks I think that gets you to at least 10 of the 25 games John is out to win puts you in a position to win now you lost Tyus Jones but you gained Marcus Smart I think that's a good pickup for them so that's the that's the that's the winning of the trade for me. Cause if they do that and Ja come back and ball like Ja does, they could be looking at the one two C in the West again. Um now winning for the Warriors, that's still a championship team to me. Um I, I honestly think that You mean the Celtics, but we got you. I mean, yeah, yeah, the Celtics. That's still a championship team to me and I just don't understand what the point of going all in on Robert Williams, though, if he was gonna bring in Chris Stops, right? So that means to me that another move is going to be made, right? 
Because it's right. no reason why you just signed Al Horford for that big contract and then you kept Robert Williams around and then you went out and got Porzingis. So to me, another move is going to be made for the Boston. So I think them is the ship the next one or two years. It has to be because you got to pay Jalen Brown all this money. So you got to make it worth it. That's fair. That's fair. All right. I'll say this. To me, for the Grizzlies winning this trade, like you said, it looks like having the, the boat be headed in the right direction when Ja comes back. Uh, for the Celtics, if they don't win a chip out of this, honestly, honestly, y'all might hate me for saying this, but that's okay. If they don't win a chip out of this trade, that's okay. Because for Boston? One, yeah. If Boston don't win a chip, and let me tell you why. If one of those picks becomes something special, and I mean something something fairly good here, if the, if the Grizzlies find a way to struggle in either one of the years where those picks are up, Boston could be all right out of this thing. They they could be okay out of this. I think that a championship is winning for them. I I agree there. Yeah, true, true. But I think that they could be okay without uh could be okay without winning a championship. But again, they they should win a championship. That should be the goal here. Um, and last but not least, I hate to have to talk about this team again, but let's go ahead and just put the put the dog down. The uh the Wizards and Suns trade. What does winning look like for each team? I'm going to start because I like to get long-winded. I'm going to just start and, and make this thing real quick. The Suns have to win a championship this year. If yep. they do not win a championship, this was an abject failure. You put together a big three that the CB, new CBA is going to bust apart quickly. So you have to win a championship right away, and that's that's just what that is. The Wizards... Um, <clears throat> No catastrophic failure happening to y'all organization worse than it already is, I guess, is a win. Josh, talk to us. What's a win for these uh, for um, teams here? So a, a win for every team that, you know, Washington made deals with um, is championship or bust. You're probably right about Boston where you're in a position where with those picks – you still, if you decide to keep them under contract, you're still good with Tatum and Brown being your centerpieces for like the next six years. They're very young. But if you can get one of those picks to develop and be a good third option, you know, within like three years of that process, your championship window is still wide open. But Phoenix has to win now. If they don't win right now, then Phoenix is absolutely useless. Yeah. You got players that's getting older. You're going to have more uh, dissension between those players. The chemistry is already very iffy in Phoenix. Like Phoenix has to win now, which I can guarantee you now is not going to happen. Yeesh. But they have to win a championship in order for this to not be a fail. Imagine being over the uh, into the salary tax already with just the starting five. That's insane. That's and now you got to try to find something to get back for DeAndre Ayton when his value is at his absolute lowest because everybody just saw him get Jacques Landell praised <laughs> for his effort in the finals. And everybody in the NBA knows if you don't trade him, you're going to have to eat his salary. You're yep. gonna have to trade him to get him off your books, which what we saw out of the uh, Suns and Wizards trade. Oh, if you trade to get somebody off your books, you're getting pennies on the dollar, baby. So, you know, for, for DeAndre Ayton at this point, you might get, who knows, uh, uh, a second in a used Kit Kat bar or a half-eaten Kit Kat bar. That's that's about it at what you're looking at here. Uh, but Chris, what does a win look like for both of these teams? <sighs> because of those picks, this is tough, right? Because ain't no telling what that boy in Memphis going to do again. Ain't no telling what that boy in Memphis going to do again. <laughs> so, them picks might be going. Because best believe he do that again. It's Wait, at least was, one season. This was in the Suns. The, the Wizards not only traded Walker, they gave up two second rounders to get that French dude. Hey, hey. They they fans need to start to sell the team chance. They need to start to sell the team chance. This is crazy. This is insane. <laughs> is Wes Sell Jr. still their head coach? I believe so. Why they doing that legend kid like that, man? I don't know, man. Why I got a soft spot for him. Wes Unsell, the first jersey I ever bought. Why they doing that man like that? What? 
They yeah, really wow, it's ridiculous. wow, Chris. What's what's a win for the uh, Wizards and the Suns here? Yeah, I, yeah. I was just I bringing up the pick. I was bringing up the picks because I just had to point out John Morant. Ain't no telling what he gonna. Do, oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that's what so, I was saying in terms of the Celtics yeah, might be yeah, okay because yeah. John might do something else. And next thing you know. Pistol he got Pete a whole season. Exactly. <laughs> Pistol Pete got 82 on him. Okay. But anyway, the Suns, it's ugly, bro. It's ugly. I think you got to trade Aiton right now. And your, your best bet is to win a championship this year. I think you have to trade Aiton. You got to get at least two, three role players for Aiton. And just, just so you can let some of that cap breathe and get some depth. Because, I mean... Devin Booker, this is what I hate about basketball fans right now. Devin Booker played one series where he had a stretch of great assist games. And now everybody's saying Devin Booker's a point guard. He could be point guard for that team. He could be point guard for the team. They had Chris Paul, and they didn't didn't know how to run offense. Mm -hmm. Lord, have mercy. Anyway, anyway. And then... uh, Lost my train of thought. Sons and you don't believe in Frank Vogel. You don't think he gonna get uh, the boys turned around. You don't think he gonna boy, you know, that's an NBA champion coach right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Frank Vogel is a defensive coach for one and for two. What defender can you name on that team right now for me, Gibbs? Um, you know they. Uh, <clears throat> well, Devin Booker was a good defender last year. I'd say he was a good defender. He was a good defender for two playoff series last year. Uh, well, I well. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that they have any elite level. To, well, KD, when he's healthy and rolling at his highest clip, when he's fresh, he's a good defender, you know. Yeah. He's about, if I, if I had to put it in turn 2K, he's about 82 defender. Yeah, yeah. He, he's good. Not great, but he's good, you know. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Man, I mean, hey, and Frank, and Frank the Tank we trust, man. Frank Mogul, you know what I mean? Valley Boys up a thousand, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's what we got going on here. But anywho, I know y'all tired of us talking trade and talking draft, and uh, we gonna go and uh, we gotta go have a talk with Weaver real quick because you know Josh worked for the Pistons, so me we, hey, we gonna uh, we gonna we gonna have a discussion at Low Seasons Arena coming up pretty soon here. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that if we ain't in jail for beating up Weaver. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,